The Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast is presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Coming up, plenty on Penn State, Ohio State, as Bear and the Game Day crew will be headed there for that one Saturday night. Lines that smell like manure, they are back. It feels like they're there every week. Cincinnati or BYU? Who's better? Bear and I disagree on that one. And, of course, Bear's power rankings for Halloween candy. That and a special uh, announcement for all people uh, covering Pac-12 teams that go to those schools in the middle. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And if gambling is your thing, then you're probably a fan of fantasy football, which means you need to check out Fantasy Focus Football Podcast. They'll get you ready each week with everything you need to know. Download and subscribe to Fantasy Focus Football Podcast and Stanford, Steve, and the Bear, wherever you get your podcast. Indiana, oh, Indiana, Indiana, we're all for you. Oh, Indiana, oh, Indiana, Indiana, we're all for you. I, you. Oh, those two letters, I-U. Hopefully some people had some fun with that. We dug that up. Travis, great job over the weekend. Uh, I just just felt like we needed the people to to hear. If they hadn't, the Bear let out his uh, his love for his Hoosiers. Bear, how are we? I'm doing great. Yeah, that was one of a few fight songs that were sung and hummed throughout Saturday afternoon of watching college football. There might have been a a little – well, North Carolina, <laughs> there might have been a little of that hum throughout the uh, the day as well. Uh, I don't know the Rutgers song, but um, I just may have belted out a Maybe we make one. J from time. Yeah, we, we should make one. Like some country anthem, chopping wood. Like we could fig- figure out something out right there. Yeah, no, there, there was a lot of, a lot of music because it was, it was a good day. We, we, was. We were, was what really are you the day. last couple of weeks? Besides the, unbeatable, the, yeah. The col- the columns, what eight and zero, nine and zero in the in the column and the board, the board. I went with three three and zero, two and one. T- so it, it's been good. I'm a little mad at myself because I was all set to go Indiana on the board, and then I just had that last second like, and I went with Rice. Yeah, and it was it was a loser. We all did. That, that's, that's okay. That's okay. I'll take two and one on the board every single week. You know what you might see again this week? Lines that smell like manure, part two. Rice, rice, maybe Southern Miss, right? Yep, yep, yep. The interim, interim head coach for the head coach that got fired after one game. Correct, correct. Well, we'll get on that in a little bit. All right, you're going to be in Happy Valley, Penn State, Ohio State. We know it's lost a little bit of its luster. Penn State loses to IU right now. Ohio State minus 12 and a half, 63 is your number. Obviously. It's going to be different. There's no whiteout. It's Halloween night. Herbie's not going to be able to send out his twit video of, of the crowd <laughs> before and, you know, seeing how many likes it gets before kickoff. Yeah, he loves great, all that stuff. He, he great, acts like he does. Great scene in college football. It's yeah, just, yeah, so yeah. excited yeah, yeah. to call the game. I love coming here. Yeah, we get it. Rinse, yeah. watch, repeat. Yeah. Get it. And then if you ask him, you know, when he's in Baton Rouge, that's the best. And, you know, then then you, then you Penn State Clay- people – this is my favorite. Penn State people ask you – if this is the best place you've ever been to for a game, and, and I say no, and I ask, have you ever been to Baton Rouge? And they say no, and I'm like, well, don't <laughs> try and you know get mad at me because you are part of the whole conversation. Um, but that's another conversation. Penn State could not have played worse in that first half in Bloomington. It was interception after interception. Clifford didn't look you know look well. The tight end looks great. But they got it going in the second half. Busted coverage actually helped get the lead. We would all know what happened at the end. But in a – I mean, we, we understand that the injury thing, you know, they're down to their four-string running back now coming into this game. Ohio State couldn't have looked 
better after a little bit of a slow start. Was it tied 14-14, Bucknot? Is that, is that when you uh, put your hands underneath your butt? Uh, no, I wasn't too worried. It was, no. I think, 14-14. I was like, if we just get a touchdown here to end the half, we get the ball, we're good. So we talked last week, I think, Bear, about you know how comparatively what this line was going to look like off of when Miami went to Clemson. And then we did our whole discussion about the 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 drop from Clemson to everyone else in the ACC and then the Big Ten. And we used Penn State because we thought they were going to be 1-0, I would think, coming into this game as the barometer of the second-best team in the Big Ten. So now we have Penn State with a loss. We have Minnesota with a loss. Wisconsin now off the board against Nebraska because of COVID situations. The 12 and a half, I mean, what we text Sunday morning? You said that's going to be 13 at kickoff. Do you feel still feel that way? Do you feel more movement coming on this game? I do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a little flashback here to uh, Saturday Twitter feed here. Uh-oh. Uh, Master T doesn't look the part right now. No real push from him. Can someone let this defense know the season has started? Then he has a, a, a quote tweet. And the linebackers aren't doing much either. Any comments about the defensive line getting blown off the ball? Um, Who's this, Bucknut? Yeah. Yeah. My God, this run game is trash right now. Is that Tom Angle's yeah. Twitter feed? Yeah. and, and uh, I, nah, that, might be, that might be our producer's Twitter feed. Oh. He, 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 she sure does look – has a, a, a different telling story as to someone who really wasn't concerned very much right now. Put the phone down when the game is on, Travis. There's a hint for you. Is Fox going to mention Haskell Garrett's unreal story of even being able to be dressed, let alone out there playing and get a sack? Oh, my Lord. Sounds like an angry, an, an angry, nervous man to me. Never met one of those that roots for that. Huge team. play for the defense, but they still have things to figure out. We love you. We love you, Travis. Don't worry. What's that? What's that Twitter handle too? So we could, if people want the insight, that what? Is, what is it again? At Travis Rockhold. <laughs> okay. All right. Not related to Luke. No, no relation. Yeah, he's tougher. Um. So, no, but then, then, to answer your initial question, I, I am going to wait it out. Uh, I do think it might still go up to thirteen, just because of uh, now that the. Penn State's running back situation. But I agree with you. If it does hit 13, I will be very, very tempted to take Penn State in this game. I think you look at people are going to have a bit of an overreaction just because they lost. I don't think Penix got in. I thought the replay showed he didn't get in, but they didn't all return the call on the field. So uh, it does go down as a loss. And it just uh, a million things, crazy things happen. We can go over, like you said, we can go over it. But Penn State's defense played great in the game. You just can't continue to think like you're going to have Justin Fields as your leading runner, both in terms of attempts and yards. Like what uh, I do, we joked about what Travis was tweeting on Saturday during the game, but, but he was kind of right between Teague and Trey Sermon. I think they combined for like 24 carries for 89 yards. Like that, that's not going to cut it. They're going to need more than that. And it's not going to be a Penn state defense uh, that is easy to run on. If it does hit 13, uh, I would certainly, uh, consider taking Penn State at 13. If it's if it's 11, 10 and a half, 11 and a half under 13, then and I and I don't read the line movement well. Then then maybe it's a it's a it's Ohio State or a pass. But if, but if if you can get 13, uh, you can buy it up 12 and a half to 13. If it just, it just naturally touches 13, uh, that might be worth a play. I think Clifford came into his own in the second half. I thought he played a lot better. Obviously, the turnovers uh, get magnified in a stage like that in a game that was. Uh, featured in a spot where I where I thought plenty of people were watching, but it here's one thing: the Penn State running back thing. You know what you do? You go get one of your backup safeties that don't play because guess what he did in high school? He plays running back. Running back. You got that? All right, all right. So there's that. On the other side, Olave. I don't think he's going to play for Ohio State, so Fields might not have one of his toys to play with. It is crazy to see. No Bosa or a Chase Young like guy that you're like, oh my God, who the hell is that on the Ohio State defensive line? But I'm sure somebody will emerge because uh, Mr. Johnson's the best D line coach in America, and he does his thing there. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't like I don't like the game. I still think it's early. I mean, I I simply asked Scott the question, you know, on our podcast yesterday in the Big Ten, who's good? How, who do you think right now that you have a really good feeling is a good football team? I can't say that with Penn State. I don't know. Indiana, love you. Love the win. 
I'm still not sure. You're giving a ton of points this week. Michigan, I don't know what, what to think of Minnesota. Minnesota's got a big trip coming up to the Snake Pit this week, Friday night. Better watch out. Um, <laughs> Northwestern. 20-point favorite, better watch out. Yeah. Uh, Northwestern, quarterback looks awesome. Defense looked great. So it's still a little bit too early for me to have a side in this game. So, I, yeah, I guess, I mean, office pools and stuff like that, I'm, I'm taking the points. Do you expect a high scoring? You think Penn State scores 40? No. No? Okay. All right. No way. Penn State 40 against I mean, Ohio State. Ohio State. Ohio State. I'm sorry. No. 38? No. Okay. I think it's low, low, low 30s for them. Coach Franklin gets that run game going. See? He'll figure it out. What? How many times has he actually beaten Ohio State? Once? Once. Once and then two one-point losses. Oof. Would the narrative be a little different if he got one of those wins? Sure would be. Which one was worse? The uh, Barkley game or the whiteout game? Probably the whiteout game because they had that game won. Yeah. There's a lot of time left in the Barkley game. Yeah, they, they had that game won. At least the Barkley game was in Columbus. That was more good Ohio State making some great plays to, to come back and win. And they really were dominated in terms of yardage and, and yards per play. Like, yeah, it, was, it was Penn State special teams that gave them yeah, the lead in that game. Right. But, but the, the game the game, the whiteout game in State College, that, that was theirs to lose the game the way they did. And that's part of the, part of the narrative right there. Yeah. As to why they lost the game. Sorry to bring it up, Penn State fans. You're right about the Big Ten, and and, and I said this on on Monday. Said some people like like we really did. I think going into the year, a lot of people expected Wisconsin or Penn State to be that second best team in the Big Ten. And after one week, like obviously Wisconsin, their game being canceled this week, and and, and no merch, so we have no idea how many games Wisconsin is even going to wind up playing this year now. Yeah. Big Ten, eight games in, in eight weeks. Or whatever. It was kind of kind of hopeful, and uh, obviously it didn't take long for that plan to to go to go by the wayside. And Penn State, your defense looked great. Offense struggled for a while. Going, but like, is Michigan now the, the the second best team in the Big Ten? I mean, to have five different backs with like at least five carries and like nine different players catch a pass uh, to have a quarterback that can run run and throw the the way Milton did. That's why I kind of made that argument going into the year. Like I thought the gap potentially between Ohio State and the rest of the Big Ten was just as big as the gap between Clemson and the the rest of the ACC. So we'll we'll see. If you figure Penn State was potentially your second best team in the Big Ten, and now you're you're a 12-point favorite on the road. I mean, that's that's kind of a that's kind of a big gap when you when you you do the comparative math when if people think Miami's the second best team in the ACC, or we'll find out next week with, with Notre Dame, Notre Dame, I think it's probably the team most people would say is the second best team in the ACC. Like what, what comparative line? So it'll, it'll be curious to see, but I think there's a little bit of a, of an overreaction to Penn state loot having that loss uh, to Indiana in a game that statistically and Bill Connolly had the number as well. That what was it post game when it would expecting to what 5%. So it's one of those. Yeah, I guess, Technically, you are what your record says you are, but really aren't. All wins are not created equal. And you think that Clemson-Notre Dame line is going to be north and more of than 14? I think it's going to be a little less. Yeah, I I, I think they're going to be – Come for us to revisit, that's all. Notre Dame at home, November, cold weather potentially. Yeah, I I think – The echoes. Yeah, I was going to say, I I think Notre Dame has pulled all these upsets before. You'll get people better – it's going to be one of those, and the, the number will the number will come out. You'll get Notre Dame money Ooh. to come in, bet it down, and then other people will come in at a reduced price and buy clubs. And that's what will happen next week. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we're not keen on this game. Uh, really interested to see what happens though uh, in that Penn State Ohio State game. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Who's the better football team, Cincinnati or BYU? Who's better? Yeah. From what I have seen, yes, BYU is, BYU is better. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm on the island on this one, Travis. Van Pelt said the same thing. He, he thinks a lot of BYU. I think a lot of Cincinnati. I know I, I want more. I'm, I'm not well, a big sample size guy, but 
I would like to see a little bit more from the Bearcats. But, man, SMU was running up and down the field on people, and that game was nuts. But since he was darn impressive to me. So Defensively, they were. I, I think, are they going to be able to win with an offense that I mean, gotcha. what Ritter had so Ritter. many big yep. one plays? I mean, that was – I'm not saying, like, it's BYU minus seven or anything like that. But I, 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 I like that BYU team from, from seeing them against just absolutely obliterate Navy and just mm-hmm. seeing them kind of take no prisoners since, since then. They've, they've been – I love Zach Wilson. It was really cool to see him on the uh, the ranking show last night as well. What a, what an impressive kid! So that, that that'll be that'll be a game. Did he wear his headband? Uh, no, no, no headband, no headband. Okay. No headband. Uh, Reese wouldn't let him wear it. No, Reese wouldn't let him do it. I wish that game was on a Saturday, by the way. That BYU boy, that the BYU Boise game. Why? So what game day could potentially be there? And maybe Kirk and Chris. You guys and don't go out it. west. You guys don't go out west. We know yeah. you guys don't like we'll us see. out west. We'll see. Right. All right, we'll let's see. Re- let's re- let's revisit next week. Yeah, let's do it. Let's revisit. Hey, any news is good news for us out west. We're coming. <laughs> We're coming. We can't practice. We can't shower in our own facility because the county won't let us out in uh, the Bay Area. But, hey, we're still trying to practice. Unbelievable. Um, that's another story for another day. Uh, all right. And a couple would-you-rathers before we uh, get to the lines that smell like manure. Would you rather watch – UCF in Houston or OU in Texas Tech? UCF in Houston. <laughs> Just because you know UCF is going to score every possession and give up a score every possession, and you never know what kind of like facial reaction you're going to get out of a Kraken. Okay. So like that, well, he's it, got it, the mask on, so you can't see all the bad words he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but still with the salad, it's it's still oh, it's great. It's still a beautiful, it's still a beautiful sight. It's tremendous. All right, and would you rather give thirty-one with Clemson or thirty-one with Bama? Thirty-one with Bama. Okay. Just because BC is one of the, they're always going to try. You, you know, you know how they, 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 there's always effort, and we're we're, we're yeah. going to play to the whistle and make every possession count. Whereas, what about Mississippi State has made you last few weeks? Made you believe that you, they can actually like block people, and the other thing with Clemson too, there might there might be a little, a little foot off the gas, pull some guys in anticipation of that big trip to South Bend next week. Do you think Coach Jeff at BC is looking at the film of the Fiesta Bowl, saying, oh, "I wish I had a couple of these defensive players since <laughs> Ben yeah, Clemson"? Yeah, he, yeah, he might. Yeah, he 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 might be. For those of you who don't know, he was a defense coordinator at Ohio State last year. He's now the head coach at BC. He's not going to have a lot of toys to play with as he did in that Fiesta Bowl, which is still going to go in as one of the all-timers that I was on the on the field for, man. That that game was was awesome. Was that, was that the last game you were on the sideline for? No, national championship. Okay, you were. Okay. Yeah. Yep, which was another incredible scene with – all the music that was being played when that LSU game was in hand, which was amazing. All right, uh, let's get to some things that smell. Manure! I hate manure! Barry, you tweeted out last night, uh, plenty of games that do reek like manure. And w- can you explain to the people why they smell and what your meaning is and therefore who you're telling to be careful when they're looking at these games? Because people don't get as soon as you tweeted it, I knew people weren't going to understand what you were saying. Go ahead. Lines that smell like manure basically means for, and I, and I think a good portion of our audience does get it, but the Twitter world might be a little bit different, is why does this line look eerily low? Why does it look like a sucker line? Uh, why, why does it look like they're almost begging you to take one side and giving away an appealing key number? Example being, North Carolina, who is four and one, and their offense has been great. They're only laying six and a half, basically saying, if North Carolina, you win by seven, a key number on the road at one in four or one in five, Virginia, whoever it is who, who has not looked great at times this year, but they do get Armstrong back. I, I, mm-hmm. It's basically go ahead. Bet North Carolina. They went, they'll they'll beat Virginia by seven. Go ahead. That's a great bet. The line <laughs> smells like manure. Yes. Why it's basically only side I could play in this game would be Virginia. 
because the North Carolina side looks like they're trying to lure you in to give away uh, a very a, a key number there. So you do look at Virginia. They did play Clemson tough for a little bit. They lost Armstrong for a few games. Defense, I mean, the game against Miami was was, was a competitive game. They, they got a guy some... like 98. They're snapping it too. They are a wildcat. Yep. He's throwing it. Mm-hmm. 99. I'm like, what's going on here? I had it on a side TV. I had to keep checking. I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah, and I, I, I caught a couple of snaps every now and then. Uh, this game was on the same time as that the game, the Michigan-Minnesota game that I was working last week, so I couldn't fully pay attention to to the Canes and, and Cavs. But I don't know. I'd be very careful about laying the points here with Virginia. It just looks like a very, very bad, cheap line. The other one is, is yeah, I think, the, the poster child for line that smells like manure, dog with fleas, all in one. It's West Virginia, unranked West Virginia, minus three and a half against Four and one, number 16, Kansas State. Wow, the ranked team on the road against an unranked team. Wow, they're an underdog. I, and you're giving me, like, even if they lose by a field goal, I win. Like, that's another one. You just got to sniff that out. You look at Kansas State. Yeah, they did beat Oklahoma. But you kind of go down with, I think they've been outgained in every other game, in every game except for one this year. They've been really good at not turning the ball over. Kind of reminds me, I remember we talked about BC and Virginia Tech a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like BC had been living off of the turnovers. Yeah, you were all over that and, one. And, and that's not going to continue up. Eventually, Kansas State is going to turn the ball over now with the backup quarterback game. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're going to lose some of these games that they've been outgamed and probably should have should have lost. But like I actually did went back and, and did a little data mining on this as well, just to give some evidential support. People talk about like, trends and how oh you think this really matters and imagine thinking someone actually thinks as well go back go back through some of the situations that i tweeted out last week and a lot of them were spot on but i'm not i'm not being bitter or anything or, or angry or <laughs> upset since 2017 mm-hmm. there have been 13 instances of a team ranked outside the top 15 as an underdog of four points or fewer on the road against an unranked team in other words this spot those 13 teams are two and 11, both straight up and against the number. Wow. And one, and one of the wins was that Cal win at Ole Miss last year where they had to play on the goal line that they barely kept them out and Ole Miss kind of oh, shot themselves yeah. in the foot. Was so, that I week mean, like, one? That was week one. It was, I was going to say. Was I think it was week or, one. It was one or two. It was oh, early on. Oh, my God. It feels like so, I mean, 10 it, years ago. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> it, very, it very easily could be one in 12. This situation where it looks too good to be true, it usually is. So again, I am going to warn you of treading carefully mm-hmm. uh, in, in that game. And then the other game, which I thought smelled like manure, was Iowa only two and a half point favorite at home. Uh, only North, only two and only. a half against Northwestern. Uh, Why wow, you mean Iowa? If they Iowa wins by a by a field goal at home against Northwestern, uh, I'll win and I'll cover. I'd be careful here. That. Pat Fitzgerald was a little late in making the change of coordinator, maybe two or three or four years late. I know they only played Maryland in the first week of the season, but right. easy. It, I live here. I know you do. I mean, that, that was that was a shot across the bow directed at you. All right. Their offense played great defensively. Maryland couldn't do a thing. I would be careful here if you're considering just laying that two and a half with Iowa. I know it. I know it seems counterintuitive, but um. More often than not, underdogs at two and a half, favorites at three and a half. And it's, it's a good segue, too, by the way, to give uh, Chris Andrews, send him uh, our best wishes. He, uh, the sports book director at the South Point, who tested positive for the uh, coronavirus. He's at home quarantining and getting his rest. So hopefully he will uh, be on his way to improvement. But this is the conversation I had with him uh, about this last year about how. I don't have any evidence on this, but it's just kind of a theory that I had. And he actually agreed with me. He said that a lot of times it is, it does seem like it should be the opposite, but favorites at three and a half, under, uh, underdogs at two and a half, that's usually the way the sharper plays will be at times. So I'm not just making crap up and just throwing random things with no substantiation at it. Yeah, actually, other people have thought this out as well. So those are three lines that smell like manure. It smell like, smell like manure that uh, I will be looking to avoid stepping in this week, and I'm encouraging you to avoid 
stepping in. And to recap, you would be on the sides of those games. You would be on Northwestern Virginia. And what was the other game? West Virginia, West Virginia. Virginia. That's right. Very good. I actually like Northwestern. I think in that game, I, I wanted to watch the Iowa game back one more time just to, uh, see that again i know i know it wasn't pretty i need to watch that fourth quarterback too i i mean i thought going into the draft Worfs was the best tackle and i think he's played pretty darn well for tampa down there but then that epinesa too like pick this week by the way oh okay make sure you get that i decided to dodge the see i think there's another opportunity to use the chiefs down the road whereas I'll, i'll just trust tampa bay on the road against the gigantes on monday night Got to wait all Sorry. weekend for that one. All good. Um, <laughs> just seeing how valuable those guys at Iowa lost. I mean, we talked about those guys in the draft. I They were two of my favorite players going in the draft. I talked about them a ton. So, yeah, I got to go back and watch that. It sounds like Rondell Moore is not going to play for Purdue uh, when they play Illinois. Uh, he hasn't practiced yet this week. What's up with that, by the way? You heard, That's like weird. I, I'm opting out. Nope, I'm opting back in. I, I'm good. And is he like, yeah, I'm going to kind of – I don't know. See, kind of deal, or is he actually hurt? There's an eligibility thing. It's a little, a little weird how that came down yeah. last week. All of a sudden. Yep. Uh, team that isn't ranked that thinks they should be. What fan base is mad? I have mine. They were just mentioned. Northwestern. They're all fired up. All their fans, because they're all in sports, are really mad. Tweeting. They think they're awesome this year. So that's my fan base that thinks they are, should be ranked that. Aren't. Yeah, that's, pr- that's probably right. a good. And they're going to get mad at me good... for not using proper English. Sorry. <laughs> that's probably a good answer. Um, I don't know if Liberty fans could actually be mad. I think they probably feel like, hey, we're undefeated. Coastal Carolina's undefeated. Like, like why why shouldn't we be? We beat Syracuse it? worse than Clemson did. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Trent, carry that property over. We like that. Yeah. I'm going to go with, not that Liberty, like, they're up in arms and, like, totally furious about but i think they probably got a little chip on their shoulder like hey we're, we're undefeated too what about us no doubt all right so northwestern takes the it takes the cake there with fan bases that are mad that aren't ranked but think they should be it's better when we don't have a title for that one thing i wanted to announce or you know, get out to uh some college guys that listen to the show uh we tried to do it earlier and i totally flaked on it but I wanted to try out a contest, Baron. Here, here's here's what I was thinking. The Pac-12 is going to start their season November 7th. What I want to do is I want to get a representative from e, from every Pac-12 school, and I want one. So we're going to pick one. You guys hit us up. My DMs are open. Uh, at, at Chris Felique on Twitter, at Travis Rockhold, the producer, at Stanford Steve 82 Hit us up, and then we will we will decide who we pick. Um and what here's what it is. You, we're going to pick one person from every Pac-12 school. You are going to send us a 30-second recording as to why your school is going to win the Pac-12 championship. And at the end of the season, when they, we get the Pac-12 championship game, we are going to have the two guys that are competing on for that game break down the Pac-12 game. Does that sound like a plan, Bear? That's an awesome plan. And I think the, the best part about this is uh, being able to listen to those in Boulder that uh, put together 30 seconds as to why CU will win the Pac-12 this year. <laughs> hey, we know we'll get them. Uh, I've just been thinking a lot of you guys out there. I Listen, well, when I was in college, I had no idea what the hell I was going to be doing. And I know there's guys out there that are that are really got their head on uh, straight. And I can't imagine what it's like having to deal with going to school and trying to do a job of covering a team. And you're probably not able to travel or go to any practices and you're just sitting in your room. So I really want to give these guys an opportunity uh, to, to get this out there and, and see, see what you got, man. Uh, so, a lot of fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, Corvallis. I can't wait. I just, I just can't wait to hear, you know, and, and, and go back to, you know, well, I've been to every uh, PAC 12 town and it's, it's, it'll just be fun. I just think it'd be good. And I'll give you guys a chance to show what you got. Um, and don't be a homer. Uh, tell me why you're true. If you don't think you're going to win, maybe even that's even better. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, let's do that for, uh, uh, hit us up on Twitter and then we'll start narrowing down the, the, the list this week. And, uh, hopefully we have all, uh, 12 guys, uh, with their 30 seconds next week. And if no one from CU chimes in, we're going to have Fowler <laughs> do it. So you better do it. Coastal shout out to them, uh, for getting the job done. I, uh, yeah, we talk- a good job. We talked about them last week with that line smelling like manure. It, um, 
They didn't <laughs> even have their quarterback, and they got yep. the win. A uh, yep. weird game. I hate to be the guy, but I be careful again this week. But you know what? You know you're getting everybody's best shot now. But um, I really like the job that Elliott's done at Georgia State. I thought that program was going to take a while. He got those guys competing, man. Like, they play hard. Lost a brutal game to Louisiana in my office. Well, I think that's going to be on there. I, I I think I like Georgia State in that game. And it's on that two and a half uh, that we talked yep. about before. So, um that's a good one. Uh, and uh, it sounds like McCall's not going to uh, – I don't think he practiced Monday or Tuesday. So that's uh, that's interesting yeah. to see what happens in that game. I would lean towards Georgia State in that game. Yeah, I, I would think it's kind of hard for him to play if he doesn't practice Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, that, would be, that would be my uh, thought there. Shout out again to Coach Chadwell. Uh, enough going on. But that was really impressive for them uh, to get that win last week in what seemed like a tough spot. They are in that old nooner slot again this week. So nooner. I be careful. Be careful, uh, shot declares. Where are we with LSU? I wasn't re- quite ready to put it in the in, in the line that smells like manure. Yeah. They're laying a field goal at Auburn. Like, like we're we're good. We're back on LSU. Everything's fine and fine and dandy. I can't think of a time or a year where I've been less fired up to watch an LSU Auburn game. I don't even know if I'll, I'll watch, like, that's tough. And and it's not fair. No, to answer your question, no, you can't fix everything against South Carolina at home. That is not, <laughs> that is not doable. You are not able to do that. That line, I mean, I, I was actually surprised that LSU is favored. I thought, I was I too. Thought, I actually thought it might be a pick them. Um, there's that on that game. I just, I, I have zero feel. Uh, Auburn, we all know the calls that they've gotten, which have, directly resulted oh. in two wins, oh. uh, which should be two losses. But Don't you know what, you Auburn? Hate that. Keep going. And, and by, by the way, and seeing what the line was, I didn't realize it because I did not see the openers. Our friends at Circa, congratulations, by the way, on the – Oh, uh, the how about opener. that fiasco know, last night? I, I know. Black I, tie I, everywhere? I know. I, te- I, I texted Mike Palm earlier in the day just saying – uh, all the best to you and Derek and everyone there. And, and he was like, really wish you and Stanford Steve could be out there, uh, out here for it. So uh, we, we wish we were too. But anyway, so hopefully at some point we will. And I would expect to be. But they actually, uh, Metcalf and the boys they actually opened Auburn minus two. This line's crossed over. Oh, wow. Now it's LSU minus three. So our, our initial feel right there that we were surprised that LSU were favored. Well, Metcalf and the guys at Circa had, had Auburn minus two at the start. So. There, 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 there you go. That, that's, that, that's, that's another, another, like, I, I wish I could go back and chart it or find a way to chart it. Cause again, that's another psychological barrier that I have with, um, I wouldn't even call it a theory. I'll call it a barrier more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like I hate betting on teams that open up as an underdog crossover and close the favorite. Like, yeah. I, I hate, I hate when that happens. Yeah, it, it just seems like more often than not, the side that opens up the favorite does wind up uh, being the right side. Did that happen in Miami, Louisville earlier this year? I think it did. Yeah, I, I Miami did. ended up going off as a favorite, I think. Yeah, and, and that right. money was right. And that, and that money was right. Yep. Didn't SMU open up as a uh, – didn't Cincinnati open up as a favorite and then close as a dog and Cincinnati blew them out? So I, I think that might have been might have been a – one for the uh, one for the other other way. Are you in the in the school of thought that you can make a case for Texas A and M as being the second best team in the SEC? I was going to ask you: Are they the best one loss team in America? I don't think you can put them ahead of Georgia just yet. I think Georgia's pretty good. People forget about that game. I mean, they did lead in the third quarter at Brian Denny, mm-hmm. and, and then of course they threw they threw a couple of picks and. And if they were to play again in the SEC championship game and there's no Jalen Waddle, maybe the result is a little bit different. So we'll see. But no, I think if you run down the AM schedule the rest of the way, I mean, they, they'll be expected to win every one of those games. And I know that's why I asked you, because I've seen some things out there about like, is AM the SEC team in the best position to reach the playoff because they're not going to go to the SEC championship game and they're going to finish with one loss and either Alabama or Florida or Georgia will have two losses and maybe you take A&M over. So 
I'm just, I'm just curious your take on it. It, it seems like a lot of points this week against Arkansas. Like remember, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they played well at Mississippi State, but defensively, but their offense didn't do a whole lot. Mississippi is garbage as Mississippi State's offense has been since that LSU game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mississippi State's defense has been pretty good. So that, that I was dead wrong on that game a couple weeks ago with, with AM and Mississippi State, but 12 and a half seems like a lot of points to lay against a, an Arkansas team that's been competitive uh, with AM in recent years, despite being terrible. And now they're actually well coached and have some talent and structure. Have you seen a line on Georgia? I, I, have, I, saw... I, I saw 13 yeah. as, as a number. Uh, I, I'm still, I haven't, I haven't seen a number. On Florida, Missouri. Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Wilson, Wilson didn't practice, so they've taken well, it down. It, it all. It sounds like well, all. Probably, that might be a good thing. All things are pointing to Gatewood, the transfer from Auburn. That's going to start. He's played a bunch already. Um, but yeah, that's that's why that because I had our, I had Georgia circled actually this week. Um, to give out as a pick. Speaking of Georgia, I think it's a good time to just fill people in. I know a lot of people have been oh looking yeah. for, look, been looking for the steamer. Coach has had. So some things going on family wise. So you just if you can keep coaching his family in your thoughts. Yep. Things hopefully are looking up now, which which is a great thing. Mm-hmm. But we we said last night people are really really wanting the steamer. They want it back. Where has it been? <laughs> and he said, obviously I haven't really been able to pay much attention. But we're giving you a seven day warning to get that bank fortified. I'm coming in with a complete housing development pick coming back next week. So you got you got seven days notice to get the get those bank funds ready to roll because uh, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll have steamer next week. He, he was fired up last night talking about it. He is coming in hot. Good for coach again. Thoughts and prayers uh, with him and his family uh, trying to overcome some things. But as Bear said, uh, he's he's positive, more positive than he's been, uh, which was awesome to to see and hear from him. Uh, so yeah, getting back to Georgia, I'm just here's I have Georgia fatigue, Bear, with the whole. You know, how, you know, like how many chances are we going to give them? The one time they came back and responded was the SEC championship, which was where I really didn't want them to win was I thought Auburn was, was deserving that year. And, and they came back when carry on Johnson was all banged up uh, after the iron ball, but I just, I'm a little fatigued of, of, of Georgia. So um, that's all in that Georgia fatigue some, bear Georgia fatigue. I, I, I'm, I'm going to get, get it. I'm going to give Georgia as a pick this week. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to lay the 13. Um, as we get set for some picks, uh, I also want to get your power rankings on Halloween candy, which I'm sure people will be really happy with you about. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, anything you're leaning towards that you see uh, that, that will be on the board this week? A lot of anticipation for the board. Love seeing I, I, the tweet on the morning of the board. Love it. I know. Yeah. I'm struggling right now with um, with, with what, I, what I deem board-worthy games. I don't, I don't want to throw the manure game up there. Uh, just because it smells like manure, but I, uh, anyway, I don't, I don't want to throw manure just because it smells like manure. That's, that's okay. what you get out of this podcast. It's perfect. I got another question for you. Yes. Is Boise good? I didn't see much of that game this weekend. Yep. They're Boise. Boise's always good. I am really, yes, you're correct. Good, good. You know, like a Boise contender. Good. I can't well, wait for that type game against BYU. No. No, no they're, they're, they're not. They're, I don't think they're Kelly. Bachmeyer, no? Herbie loved him last year. He doesn't like him anymore. Yeah, and then he, then he got hurt, and then their season yeah. kind of. They got to do sense. something about their uniforms because they directly, directly blend in camouflage with the turf. Like, yes, I know it's I always saw, been a problem, but, like, if you notice, guys don't wear white sleeves. They don't wear orange sleeves. Nothing. Like, we got to do something about this. This is stupid. Uh, I can't imagine being a, a coach up in the in the box – Trying to find those guys on the field, they they blend right in. So Boise's got to wear orange pants or, or uh, white pants or something. That's or, or, or it's something, getting something. ridiculous. And I love you, Boise. All right, as you're going, I'm also looking at the over in the Snake Pit Friday night. Listen, both teams got crushed. We talked about it before with you know trying to figure things out in the Big Ten. One team gave up 49. That's Minnesota. One team gave up 43. Maryland and Maryland was way less more impressive. Listen, PJ Flex is going to turn things around. I don't care what happens. Uh, you guys touched on it once the game started. He was out with a bunch of things. I just feel like that he's going to try and 
and, and get it back fast. Uh, I believe he put 50-something on uh, Maryland last year. Listen, Maryland, I unfortunately watched that a lot of that game. Uh, and <laughs> as good as Northwestern was, um, Maryland just gave him the ball. Like, there were guys open, and, and, and Lil Tua just – I mean, he couldn't, couldn't make the throws. Other kid came in. They have some guys running free. If anything, Maryland's going to score some points in this game. I would think they would rather they would be better at scoring than defending. So I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, go with the over here at the Snake Pit. I want to see what's gonna happen with Florida because I'm tempted to take Missouri plus the points. Like, mm. I mean, Florida didn't even open their facility until Monday. They just got more positive cases. Like, I mean, they haven't. I can't imagine they practice much or done much while their program was shut down for the for the last couple of weeks. Like, and Missouri, Missouri's good. Missouri's gone there before and won. If this is 13, 14 points, like, like it could be, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd be pretty interested in taking this. Like, Eli Drake, which has done a hell of a job there. Baseball, hell yeah, played, Coach Drake. Played, could co- he could steam some well. offense, boy. Literally just pulling 13 off of that VegasInsider.com. Yep first column it's, it says florida minus 15 yeah uh, and, and then i see but i'm like i don't i don't i can't imagine it'll be fit but like if, if it's that high i mean i would i would think missouri would certainly be uh worth a uh worth worth the play there i don't want to play it just because of the situation but notre, notre dame laying 21 or whatever it is to on the road at georgia tech off of a big win and you got clemson next week I don't know. That seems like a lot of points to lay out to lay uh, with a team that has a season-defining game next week, and you know, you know, Georgia Tech will be doing the extra bench presses and oh yeah, four hundred four baby, side, getting ready to uh, off of the loss uh, this past week. So I don't know. That seems like a lot. What about Indiana Rutgers? I love Rutgers. Love Rutgers in this game. Was their offense great last week? No, no. But 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 they, I think as I said, it was more about. I didn't expect Michigan State to be very good at all this year, and, I, and that was it was almost more about like me not having a ton of expectation for Michigan State and just expecting Rutgers to at least be well coached. And their, I guess, their defense had played well mm-hmm. last year at times, and, it, and they continued to do that. So it was good to see Rutgers defense go out there, uh, get seven turnovers. One came on special teams, but and, and to go on the road and get the win. It, it, it was just good for those kids who have been around a program which has just stunk for the last few years and go on the road and get a win. The guys that go inside and, um, you know, go back to the box score guys that go back and look like, I know they're going to say Rutgers isn't that good because they got the seven turnovers. This is just more about Indiana letdown spot. I mean, you, you saw the emotion that they had and how long it's been since they, they, they've beaten that that top 10 team. Uh, so I just, I just think Rutgers, we, we said it before uh, last week, a ton of transfers. You got Shiano. You got some stability there. It's not your Terry Shea Rutgers. Okay. <laughs> um, so let's just, we'll start there. I just, you know, they got some guys that have played uh, division one football. I think they, they can do enough to, to hang around and, and, and cover to 12 Texas, Oklahoma state. Mm. Smelly. I got no feel. All I, all I know is the best unit on the field is the Oklahoma state defense. That's it. That's okay. That would that would be my their defense. I mean, again, they may be Purdy played poorly, uh, largely in part to that to how well Oklahoma State's D played. Iowa State's D played well too. I mean, they, they kept them uh, in in that game. But uh, I, I I had questions last week wondering if Oklahoma State was uh, if they were as good as their record in their numbers indicated, and kind of went through what they had done. But 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 after last week, I mean, I'm. I'm I'm sold on the Oklahoma State defense. I I think they're okay. legit, and, and I and I think again the the Texas offense is a Sam Ellinger, uh, one trick pony, and if they can shut him down, I think they'll win the game. All right, yeah, I I have zero feel. Interesting game. Um, I just uh, I'm still scarred from Big Twelve football after Kansas ran the kickback against West Virginia. Speaking <laughs> of Kansas, you know my side there. If I have to pick the game, I'm taking Iowa State and laying a twenty eight and a half. Uh, KU just just not good. That was that was another one where I, we got scared off because of what happened the week prior. Kansas State was the right side against Kansas last week. Shout out, plenty of you guys had them. You guys tweeted me a bunch. 
uh, after the game, or I should say when it was like 21 nothing. you guys, I can't believe you didn't give out Kansas. I'm like, I was a little spooked from last week. I'm not going to lie. What we got to Sparty's getting 24 and a half from Michigan. If there's an overreaction to week one, this is the game, isn't it? Are they that so. bad? Yeah, like, like well, seriously, what, what's the look? Marty threw for over 300 yards. What, what, what's the look ahead line on this game, like prior to last week? 12? I was going to say 10 and a half. 14? 24 and a half, man. That's it, a it, ton. It does seem like a lot. And Michigan's uh, back to running the ball. You know, like they're not going to. I mean, you eliminate the big plays. That's, I don't know. I that's a lot of points in a, in a, in it. And I I know people are you know throwing their comments at the new coach, but man, that's a lot of points. And just the get up factor, you know, they're going to be up. Yeah, I, I I agree. It does it does seem like if I had to play the game, I would lean towards taking uh, the, the Spartans and the points just because. Michigan's offense is going to have to do it again. And again, turnovers like we, we've hit on, hit on turnovers, you know, those things are not something that you can count on regularly. And those things come and come and go in cycles. And you certainly would not expect uh, Michigan State to turn it over seven times again. And it's, it's just a lot of points. And it's just weird how sometimes the emotions and psychology of college football work in such a way where now, I think the excitement and hype about Michigan, the players are feeling good about themselves. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a little bit too much pep in their step. And mm. not, not that they're going to lose to Michigan State, but it, it could be a rivalry game and it could be a little closer than people think. Uh, Buck, what did you, uh, what'd you take away from Michigan last week? They looked impressive. I want to see a little more out of Milton. And then Minnesota had so many players out on offense that it's, I'd like to see – that's why I want to see a little more. But I'm taking uh, my rival in this this game. You're laying 24 yeah, and a half. You're, okay. you're, yeah. laying, you're laying it with the winged helmet. Wow. Can you help me figure out what the hell Virginia Tech football is this year? A roller coaster ride? Holy – you can't lose to Wake Forest. They did. You can't. That's, that's a bad, bad loss. It is a bad loss. Bad uh, loss, Virginia, uh, A Wake Forest defense, which has been really bad this year. Oh, man. Tie it up, and then you uh, claw all the way back. Not good. Uh, good luck picking that Virginia Tech-Louisville game. I do expect there will be a lot of points uh, in that one. But one the over, so. over under 67. We, uh, we Louisville got us there for an over last week. Um, interested to see how SMU comes out after that loss to Cincinnati that we talked about. They're laying 14 at home to Navy. Boise laying 14 uh, at Air Force. Interested in that outcome. Uh, Cincinnati, uh, historic Nippert Stadium, uh, laying six and a half to Memphis. That's interested to see my Bearcats there. I'm I'm all in on the Bearcats, but I don't know about that. The points. Memphis is is uh, had some tough losses this year, but they did beat UCF. We mentioned Bear wants to watch. Is going to be locked in on UCF in Houston. That totals up to 82. Not sure if I've seen that. Um, how about one team I do want to give a shout to because they have one of the toughest losses, and it's still probably the toughest loss of the season, and that's Tulsa. They went and battled Oklahoma State. We thought at the time Oklahoma State uh, underachieved because Tulsa stinks. Tulsa's a good football team. They're laying 18 Friday night to our ECU Pirates. Uh, hopefully uh, Mr. Ehlers will be back under center or I should say in the shotgun, because it seems like they're never under center, that team. But Tulsa lane 18. Tulsa is a good, good football team. I'm really happy for that. A uh, bunch of stuff I was reading uh, previously was, you know, the, the, the coach, they couldn't fire the coach because of the funding of the school. They're not in a great situation now. And, you know, they've really rallied the troops. They lost their star running back uh, in, in camp with a torn ACL. They, that team's battled. Their offense is a lot better than they have been. So, uh, Give uh give Tulsa a pop uh this week as as the bear would say. Anything else uh you got circled you want to get to? Uh right Slate now. is not great as I no. as I texted you Monday. How about the San Jose State Spartans? Oh, awesome. Out awesome win over the over the force, two and oh for the first time since nineteen eighty seven to beat New Mexico this week. If if you get a chance, read what they're doing. They can't even practice. This is the Bay Area oh, thing. It's ridiculous. It's, they, get, it's, they, they had to drive like 
uh, insane amount of uh, hours to, to go practice. Um, I don't think they could practice at, or I, th- I don't think they could shower at their facility after practice every day. Like it is what, 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 what these guys in, in Cal, I mean, we haven't even gotten into this stuff, uh, which you'll see a lot more about it. Uh, I just been following it and talking to the people, obviously that I talked to at Stanford, it is what they're going through to play these games is, is, and I know everybody's got their issues and everybody's dealing with it. It's, it's crazy though. The, the, the protocol and all that stuff. Um, I don't want to bog it down, but I'm so pumped for San Jose State. Uh, and then somebody said we did all right on the. You said the get back games, the late slate. We did okay with that. Somebody said he, he bailed out with a three and night late on the well, picks that we Because I, I, I know I, I know I gave out San Jose State on the money line. Yeah, it's one of the underdog Ryan Robbins in the column, and I think I did touch on taking San Jose State here on the pod. So good. I'm glad. I'm glad people. It was. It was. I'm glad it was a successful uh, late yeah. night chase for people. Then good. Love it. That's what we're here for. All right. Um, candy corn. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Use it as an adhesive. What candy would, would you take candy corn over? Is there a candy? Is it all the way at the bottom? It's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. If not, if not, if not the, like, I'm, I'm trying to think maybe marshmallow peeps. Candy corn over marshmallow peeps, maybe. I think I'm with you there. I'm with you. That's a good pull. Uh, like, like occasionally, like if they were like small and you like let them sit out and on, on the counter for like two weeks and they got stale, like you could eat them. But oh, oh, brutal. Oh, uh, all right. No on the uh, on the on the candy corn. What um. You got you. What's your top five? Hundred grand is number one. The, the, really? That, you oh, and Van Pelts. Oh, oh, okay. So good. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, I'm a hundred. They are good. They are good. Hundred grand for 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 sure. Okay. Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Snickers. Um. Uh, my, my my wife is listening to me recording. Come the on, giving my I, and she and she did some, yeah the, the bounty bar, the chocolate and coconut is good. And, Whoa! And and huh. um, and, and, and I like the uh, I like the the chocolate and the toffee. What is it? A score bar? Like score? I, that, yeah. Score scores are good. And they, yeah, so I'd probably go somewhere in uh yeah I, I, I think that's probably a good top five for me. You know you know what I like to you know what's underrated. I'm keeping this to chocolate too. Chocolate. Okay, and that's just yeah. So that's there. There yeah. we go. There's chocolate. And then, and I'll good... destroy people in the in the in the in the non-chocolate. No, I was gonna say, you know what's under like in terms of a non-chocolate, like the, the like the chuckles, those are good. Oh, you like the gummies? Okay. Yeah, I like the I like the chuckles. So those, Careful, those bear. Good. There's a lot of different kind of gummies going around the world these oh, yeah, days. Yeah, okay, I, I make though. sure you I'm don't take those. Careful. All right. When, when, when we head out west again, I'll be able to familiarize myself <laughs> with, with, with with the gummies. <laughs> Bear ain't going on a trip to Boulder. Let's just say that. No, not, not so at all. No, no Kit Kat. No Kit Kat. I, I, I like Kit Kats. Yeah, Kit Kats. Oh. Twix are great as well. I'm Kit Kat. I'm Twix. All right, well, this is a top five, not a top ten. Yeah. Yes, I know. I, I'd say Twix would probably be. Doesn't a lean cast make your picks here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't mind. Um, yeah, like gummy bears or sour patch. I, like those, uh, sour patch guys, I can't do. Snickers or Kit Kat. Snickers. Okay. Snickers or Reese's? That's like Bama versus Clemson. Mm, is it? Those uh, those two, I think, are 1A and 1B. All right. You didn't mention my 1C to chocolate. What's yours? Peanut M&M's? M&M's. Now, now, now the, the other thing, now that, that's an entirely different – that could be a different power ranking. The new M&M's that have, like, a different fillings – Oh, the caramel and the pretzel. You've got the caramel filled. Pretzel, I'm not as happy. Like the caramel filled ones. My daughters destroy. The peanut, the peanut butter M and M. The peanut butter filled ones. Yeah. The mint, the mint filled ones. Come on. Just go go brush your teeth if you want the mint. (laughs) Come on. Your top five are hundred grand Reese's Snickers, Kit Kat score. Bounty score. Bounty. 
I don't even know what the, what's a bounty like an bounty, almond it's, joy. It's, it's, it's basically an almond joy without the mounds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it, yeah. I'm trying to do, narrow down this list of of picks for the Big Mike Happy Recap. Um, it's going to well, be hard. Before the Big Mike, we need we need Bears game day predictions. Oh. He he went. He missed uh, Corso. I missed him last week. week. I had Corso. Reverse last week. Yep. I had Corso and Pollock reverse last week. Wow. So you back to five hundred? Well, whatever. Three and two, probably one over five. Well, okay. In terms of week weeks, yes. All right. In terms of week one week, I had them all right. One week, I didn't have them all right. Got it. Whoever you want to keep them. All right. What are we doing here? Kirby's calling the game, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, Kirk, you're calling the game. You cannot make a pick. Give us a key to the game. Um, coach is absolutely going to take Ohio State. It's my first, my first love. I love Buckeyes. Blah blah blah. Brutus, Pollock will take Ohio State, and um, I think we'll have a clean sweep for Ohio State. Okay. I think Des will take so. Ohio State too. Des is not taken. Yeah, tough one for Des. It, it, it's a very tough one, but I, I, think I think he'll go Ohio State. The Big Mike Happy Recap is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at over $100,000. Download the DraftKings app and enter code STEVE at signup. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I got to narrow this down. I have These are my picks I have written down right now. What Again, our picks are official in the column. That's what we go by. We're trying to give you as much as we can here on the podcast. Uh, so I know everybody wants to hold us a, a, for a comment that's wrong as a loss, but um, you could take that up with the column. The column never lies. Tape don't lie. Writing don't lie. I have written down Georgia, the Maryland over, Rice, Michigan State, Georgia State, Northwestern, and Iowa State. All as possibilities. So uh, I got to narrow that down. Um as much as I hate the slate, I do have possibilities, I guess. So uh, we'll go from there, and uh, that's what I have. You, sir? Yeah, I think that's the reason why we I hate the slate so much is because you can – there are a bunch of things out there that are like, yeah, I kind of like that, but really do I want to – Yeah. Go, eh. I think West Virginia is probably the only thing right now I'm okay. really confident will be, will, will, will be in, in, in the column. I think all of that adds up to to a pretty good spot, and then and then I want I want to see what the Missouri Florida number is. Gotcha, gotcha. Missouri, Missouri would be would be another one. Yeah, and gosh, I, I hate going against our boys from Coastal, but Georgia. Southern I know. Put, yeah, Georgia. Georgia, I mean, Georgia, Georgia State seems like the the right side there. Like I just said, I I, I just think they're they're battle tested, man. Like they. I mentioned the, the brutal loss they had uh, to Louisiana. Um, they they started the season. I mean, they've had a funky season as as a lot of teams have. But here's the here's the here's the rundown. They lose to Louisiana 34-31. They beat Smoke East Carolina 49-29. Lose to Arkansas State 59-52 uh, on that crazy weeknight game. Yep. And then they beat Troy, who I think is a decent team, uh, 36-34. So they've played really good competition. Uh, Elliott's uh, moving up there, too, as uh, coaches I wouldn't want to fight because that guy gets after it. Um, he's definitely moving up there. So Georgia State's a definite possibility. I, I just like, you know, that they, they're they due. They feel like they're due in, in Coastal. Again, another game without McCall. I, don't, I, don't, I just don't like the way that is. So that's why I am um, on the Georgia State side. Especially um, off of that big win that they had last week too. Absolutely, like they, they kind of they kind of justified their ranking in, in, in adversity. Yeah, it's got to deal with what, you know what job is their head coach going to take next year? Now you know he's uh, in that category. Mm, that's no, not a good, that's a good, that's not a good spot to be. All right, so there's a, an extended big Mike happy recap. Uh, Bear again, I've said it I think eight times, and you're probably your since your shortest trip of all. But uh, travel safe and take us away. I, shortest trip but sometimes the most difficult. Oh. It's because there's no easy, well, there is, there, 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 there is an easy way of getting there, mm-hmm. but a lot of the flights are connections and puddle jumpers and, or a long drive, but we've, we'll, we'll figure it out. We're, 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 we're good. All remember, right. the less you bet, the more you lose when you win.
Until next week, thank you, everybody. If you have any questions, please get at us. On Podcasts have been great lately. Uh, what is it? Subscribe, rate, and review, Travis? Look at you. All right. Nailed it. Uh, only, it, only took, it only took you four years, five yeah. years. At Chris Fleek on it. Twitter, at StanfordSteve82. All the questions uh, you need, obviously hit us up. Uh, DMs are open. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.